ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله والسلام عليه اما بعد يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله واحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر امور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم اما بعد يا عباد الله we continue going over the fifth pillar or the fifth arkan from the arkan of iman the fifth pillar or the fifth article as they translate it from the articles of iman and this is the iman in the last day and as shaykh uthaymin rahimahullah ta'ala he mentions that shaykh al-islam ibn taymiyyah rahimahullah ta'ala he mentions that everything that happens to an individual after death it is encompassed in our belief in the day of judgment so everything that will happen to an individual after death from his life in the barzakh from the being questioning yani uh, by the angels in the grave from the grave being a pit from the pits of hell or a like a garden from the gardens of the jannah from being resurrected and all those things that are going to happen yawmul qiyamah that all of this is tied to our belief in the last day the belief in the last day ya ibad is something that is tremendous and this is something that will have an effect on an individual an individual when he truly believes in the last day it will affect his present day that when an individual truly believes in the last day by default it will affect his present day because he would be getting ready and he will be preparing himself to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is the reality of the situation as we explained in the last class that beyond the shadow of a doubt there's not a single one who is hearing these words right now from the men and the jinn except that they will die death will come to them and they will die and as sure as they're sitting here right now and as sure they're going to die there's no doubt about it they will be resurrected 
So you find that it is a must, ya ibad, that we make our actions reflective of this belief that we have in the day of judgment because verily it's going to happen, so thus we need to prepare for it. And this is what the alama fadil to Shaykh, Shaykh Saleh al-Fawzan, Hafidhullah Ta'ala, he beautifully explained in the last class as we translate it from the Shaykh's words that we have to be of those who are preparing for Yawmul Qiyamah and from the belief and believing in Yawmul Qiyamah is that one has to put forth preparation. He has to put forth preparation. As the Shaykh, he says, Hafidhullah Ta'ala, that an individual, he will, he will not benefit he will not benefit except that he has to bring righteous good deeds and he has to leave off sins. He has to bring forth righteous good deeds and he has to leave off sins. Other than that, if he doesn't do these things, then he's not going to benefit Yom Al-Qiyamah. He's not going to benefit. But if he wants to benefit, then he has to perform righteous good deeds and leave off sins. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, Allah ta'ala, he says, فَمَنْ كَانَ يَرُجُ so whoever from you he is looking forward to. فَمَنْ كَانَ يَرُجُ لِقَاءَ رَبِّهِ فَلْيَعْمَلْ عَمَنًا صَالِحًا وَلَا يُشْرِكْ بِعِبَادَةِ رَبِّهِ أَحَدًا And whoever is looking forward to the meeting with his Lord, then let him work righteous good deeds and let him not associate any partners with his Lord in worship. And this is the last ayah in Surah Al-Kahf as we mentioned in the last class as well. The Shaykh goes on after mentioning about this preparation and the working of righteous good deeds and leaving off sins. The Shaykh says, He says, and this is what is intended from the belief in the last day. That this is that which is intended from one's belief in the last day. Now we go on to the next issue. Naam. فَمَنْ قَالَ إِنَّهُ لَيْسَ هُنَاكَ بَعْثٌ وَإِنَّمَا هِيَ الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا فَقَطْ But for the one who says, and this will be the next, yani, uh, sub, I guess, sub-topic or sub-chapter within the, uh, this particular uh, rukun, this particular pillar or article. Remember referring to the notes, that the notes it should be arranged in such a way that you yeah, that 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 you have some kind of distinction between the subject matters, Naam. Because the Shaykh he dealt with the first part and what it means to believe in the day of judgment with regards to believing that it will happen, Naam. And also he went over some names for it and he mentioned about the part of preparation. So this will be the next subtopic within this general discussion about the belief in the day of judgment. So the Shaykh he says that whoever says that there is no such thing as a resurrection, there is going to be no resurrection, and verily it is only the life of this world only. It is only the life of this world only, and there is no hereafter. Fahada kafir. This one is a kafir. This one is a kafir. So if an individual disbelieves in the hereafter, they disbelieve in Yomul Qiyamah, they disbelieve in that which will happen after death, then this is what will take a person outside the fold of Islam. This will make an individual a kafir. Naam. And it's important that we know we understand this. Because if an individual comes and he says, for example, I believe in Allah, and I believe in the angels, and I believe in the messengers, I believe in the books, right? But I don't believe 
in the day of judgment. Then we say that this one is what? He's a kafir. He's not a believer. But in fact, he is one who denies. He is one who is a disbeliever. He is a kafir. The shaykh, he says, لِأَنَّهُ مُكَذِّبٌ لِلَّهِ وَلِرَسُولِهِ وَلِإِجْمَعِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ And this is because this individual, he will be one who denies, yani, and he will be one who belies Allah, and who belies his messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and who belies the consensus of the Muslims. And this is due to the fact, as the shaykh, he goes on and he says, وَلِمَا هُوَ مَعْلُومٌ مِنَ الدِّينِ بِالضَّرُورَةِ He says, and, and, and that which is has to be known from the religion by necessity, that the belief in the Day of Judgment, it is from those things that there's not a single Muslim living on the face of the planet, or who, whoever lived on the face of the planet, or who will ever live on the face of the planet, except that he has to know about belief in the Yawmul Qiyamah, and he has to believe in Yawmul Qiyamah, and it's not appropriate for an individual to be ignorant about it. Now, this is one of those issues of which an individual, he doesn't have an option, and he can't be ignorant about this thing. He has to know about it. And this is what the Shaykh means when he says, هُوَ مَعْلُومٌ مِنَ الدِّينِ بِالضَّرُورَةِ That is known from the deen بِالضَّرُورَةِ Now I'm out of necessity that everyone has to know this. Everyone, every Muslim has to know this. And it's not yani, for any Muslim to be ignorant about it. No, but rather he has to know this. So if he denies something from these matters of which is known by necessity in Al-Islam or has to be known by necessity in Al-Islam and not believing in it and so on and so forth, then this will what? This person, he will be a disbeliever. على كل حال الشيخ says فلا شك في كفر من أنكر البعث والنشور. He says so. There's no doubt with regards to the disbelief of the one who denies the resurrection. Why? Because an individual who denies the resurrection, he will be belying Allah and belying His Messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So therefore, there's no doubt that such an individual, then verily, he is a kafir. وَلِهَذَا قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى And for this, Allah Ta'ala, He says, زَعَمَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا اِسْتَمِعُوا يَا عِبَادُ اللَّهِ Allah Ta'ala, He says, زَعَمَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا And they claim or they falsely believe those who disbelieve, right? They falsely, those who disbelieve, they falsely say what? And they falsely believe what? أَلَّيْ يُبْعَثُوا that no one will be resurrected. Those who disbelieve, Allah Ta'ala says, الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا Those who disbelieve, those who disbelieve falsely claim that what? That they, that no one will be resurrected. They falsely say that no one will be resurrected. So Allah Ta'ala, He says, قُلْ بَلَا وَرَبِّي Allah Ta'ala, He says, rather say to them, say to them, O Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, بَلَا وَرَبِّي Certainly, rather, and by my Lord, Naam, Latuba Thumma Latunabba Bima Amiltum, Wadalika Alallahi Yasir. And this is in Surah Al Tawabun, and it's verse 7. In Surah Al Tawabun, verse number 7, Allah Ta'ala He says, But rather say to them, O Muhammad, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Certainly, and by Allah, certainly, and I swear, Afwan, certainly, and I swear by my Lord, certainly, and I swear by my Lord, that verily, most definitely, you will be resurrected. And then, verily, most definitely, you will be informed about that which you used to do. 
And verily, this is easy for Allah. And verily, this is easy for Allah. And this is the reality, ya ibadullah, that we will be resurrected. We will be judged yawmul qiyamah. And based upon what we used to do, then you will find the final abode will be either the Jannah or the Nar. And there is no third to those list of options. It's either going to be the Jannah or it's going to be the Nar. And there's no third option. Now, Allah who Ta'ala, He's making it very clear and explaining to us here in this ayah that those who deny Yawmul Qiyamah, then these are kuffar. These are kuffar. Those who deny that they will be resurrected. فَاللَّهُ أَمْرَ رَسُولَهُ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ أَنْ يُقْسِمَ بِرَبِّهِ أَنَّهُ سَيَبْعَثُ عِبَادَةِ The Shaykh, he says, So Allah has commanded his messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to swear by his Lord that verily he is going to resurrect his servants. To swear by his Lord Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to resurrect his servants. وَقَوْلُهُ subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah ta'ala statement زَعَمَا Shaykh Salaf Fawzan he explains الزَعَمُ هُوَ كَذِب That زَعَم it means كَذِب a lie. نعم يعني meaning كَذَبُوا فِي قَوْلِهِمْ هَذَا that they are lying in this statement of theirs. They are lying in this statement of theirs. What? That they are not going to be resurrected. That no one will be resurrected. They are lying in this statement. Because the reality is that everyone will be resurrected. This is the reality. Naam. وَقَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى And Allah Ta'ala, He says, وَقَالُوا إِنْ هِيَ إِلَّا حَيَاتُنَا الدُّنْيَا وَمَا نَحْنُ بِمَبْعُوثِينَ And it's in Surah An'am, verse 29, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us of the statement of the kuffar, those who say, as Allah ta'ala, he says, and they say that verily it is only this life of ours now, that it is only this current life of ours and we are not going to be resurrected. Naam. And again, we said this is Surah Al-An'am, verse 29. And he said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in his book, وَقَالُوا مَا هِيَ إِلَّا حَيَاتُنَا الدُّنْيَا نَمُوتُ وَنَحْيَا وَمَا يُهْلِكُنَا إِلَّا الدَّهْرُ This is Surah Al-Jathiyah, verse number 23, where Allah Ta'ala, He informs of this statement where He says, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, and they say that verily it is only this life of ours right now in this world. It is only this worldly life of ours right now. We die and we live and nothing destroys us except time. Nothing destroys us except time. Naam. وَقَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى And Allah Ta'ala, He says, أَيَعِدُكُمْ أَنَّكُمْ إِذَا مِتْتُمْ وَكُنْتُمْ تُرَابًا وَعِظَامًا إِنَّكُمْ مُخْرَجُونَ He says, And does He promise that when we have become, that when we have died, and we have and yani become dust and uh, and bones, when we have become dust and bones, that verily we will we will come out, that we will be resurrected. So the kufar, as Allah Taala He informs us of their statement, they say, "Heihat, heihat, limatu adun." They say, "How far fetched? How far fetched is this in which you promising us?" 
إن هي إلا حياتنا الدنيا نموت ونحيا وما نحن بمبعوثين and Allah Ta'ala informs us that they say that verily it is only this life of ours in this worldly life of ours and we die and we live and we're not going to be resurrected this is in Surah Al-Mu'minun in his verse 35 to 37 so Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala he informs us of the statements of the kuffar that they deny that they will be resurrected and the like and you will find Ya Allah that their denial that they will be resurrected you will find that this Yani has an adverse effect upon their actions. This is why they act in such a uh, barbaric and animalistic manner. Because they believe that they're not going to be held accountable. They believe that there, there's not going to be any bath. There's not going to be any resurrection. So therefore they act in such evil and vile manners because they believe that they have no is no responsibility upon them. And this is why they have statements that say things like life is like such and such and then we die. That's it. Naam. So we do what we do and then we die and then that's it. Naam. And this is of course la uh, shak, no doubt about it. This is of course kufr, and uh, but you see this is what leads them to act and behave in a way in which they act. So the question now becomes once we know that this is why the kuffar act in a manner in which that they act. Because they don't believe in Yom Al-Qiyamah. So then we ask us now, what's wrong with the Muslims who are acting animalistic and barbaric like these kuffar? What's wrong with the Muslim who is acting animalistic and barbaric like these kuffar? Because the Muslim, we believe Yom Al-Qiyamah. Now, we believe in Yom Al-Qiyamah. So therefore, that belief, it should alter our actions. That belief, it should alter our actions in a positive way. So that we are those who are doing righteousness and who are trying our best to stay away from the sin. And when we get weak or we forget and we fall into sin, then we are those who are making tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because tawbah is from the ways that one will prepare for Yom Al-Qiyamah. So this is important and is a must for us to understand. Also, Shir Uthaymin, rahimahullahu ta'ala, he points out and he mentions that the denier of the day of judgment is not just the one who says we're not going to be resurrected. This is a, an important point and I want everyone to know and get this down. That Shir Uthaymin, rahimahullahu ta'ala, doing his explanation of the arkan of iman, of the pillars of faith or the articles of faith, he mentions, rahimahullah ta'ala, that the one who disbelieves in Yawm Al-Qiyamah is not just the one who denies that they will be resurrected, but also it is the one who believes incorrectly about Yawm Al-Qiyamah. And this is why we can say that the Jews and the Christians, they don't believe in Yawm Al-Qiyamah. That one will say, why? Don't they say they believe in Yawm Al-Qiyamah? Yes, they say they believe in Yawm Al-Qiyamah, but they believe in Yawm Al-Qiyamah incorrectly. So you have from the Jews who think that Yawm Al-Qiyamah, they will, they will go to the Jannah, while everyone else goes to the Nar. You have from the Jews those who think that, oh, we will only be in the Nar for a certain period of time, and then we will come out and go to Jannah, while all the Gentiles, non-Jews, are going to be in the hellfire. So they have an incorrect belief in Yom Al-Qiyamah, and then you, so they don't believe in Yom Al-Qiyamah. And then you find the Christians. You have from the Christians those who believe, that Isa alayhi salatu wasalam is going to be the one who judging the people Yom Al-Qiyamah, and that they, Yom Al-Qiyamah, will be the ones who will enter into heaven because they believe in such and such and such and such from the 
er, from the disgusting, despicable, vile beliefs in which that they have, and that everyone else is going to go to the Nar, and they're the only ones going to go to the Jannah, because Isa will be the one judging, and so on and so forth. A'udhu Billah, uh, from the belief of Ha'ula. So you find that the Christians, they don't believe in Yawm Al-Qiyamah. Although they say we believe in Yawm Al-Qiyamah, we believe in Day of Judgment and this and that and that, because they believe in it incorrectly, they don't believe in it. Naam. So what it means to believe in Yawm Al-Qiyamah, it means that one has to believe they're going to be resurrected, but then also they have to believe correctly in Yawm Al-Qiyamah. So just the mere believing that we're going to be resurrected, but then you believe incorrectly what's going to happen then after that, then this means what? Don't believe. It means a dead person doesn't really believe. So it equates to a non-belief in Yom Al-Qiyamah. Whereas the proper belief in Yom Al-Qiyamah, it is the one who believes that he'll be resurrected and he believes properly in what's going to take place on that day. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has explained to us in the Quran and as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he has explained to us in the authentic sunnah. Naam. So again, those who disbelieve in Yom Al-Qiyamah, they are those who deny being resurrected altogether and they are also those who believe incorrectly in Yom Al-Qiyamah like the Jews and like the Christians. The Shaykh goes on and he says, هَكَذَا مَقَالَةُ الْكُفَّارِ قَدِيمًا وَحَدِيثًا And like this, the kuffar of the past of antiquity and also of modern day, they, this is what they say. يُنْكِرُونَ الْبَعْثِ They deny the resurrection. نعم. وَلَيْسَ لَهُمْ حُجَّةٌ إِلَّا أَنَّهُمْ يَقُولُونَ كَيْفَ إِذَا مَاتَ النَّاسُ وَصَارُوا تُرَابًا أَنَّهُمْ يُبْعَثُونَ And they have no... Dalil, they have no hujjah, there is no proof or evidence for them that there is no bath except for their foolish statement and their false claim and premise that verily when an individual he dies or when the people die and then they become dust, that how are they going to be resurrected? Now this is their arguing, this is, this is their line of reasoning, is that when the people have died and become dust, how are they going to be resurrected? Naam. Fahada mustahil. This is what they say. They say, you know what? This is impossible. This is impossible. A person become dust and all of a sudden he's going to come back like that. They think it's impossible. Allah Ta'ala, he informs us about the likes of these individuals in their statement. Allah Ta'ala, he says, Qala, They say, and who will, 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 will bring back to life the bones after they have rotten and become dust? Naam. The Shaykh he says, Subhanallah, Subhanallah, yani, because of what these people they saying. Naam. It says, Hum, min qabl, kanu ghayru mawjudin aslan. And this is an important point to remember. Because they saying, after, how are we going to be resurrected after we was dust? After the bones become dust and that, how are we going to come back? So the Shaykh he reminds them, he says, Subhanallah. He said, these individuals originally, they didn't even exist. These individuals originally were nothing. They did not exist. نعم. ثم خلقهم الله تعالى. Then Allah created them. After they were nothing, didn't even exist. Allah تعالى, He created them. فالذي خلقهم في البداية قادر من باب الأولى على إعادتهم. So the one who created them in the first place, then verily, he, this this the situation of them being brought back to life and and being resurrected, it, it takes precedence. He created them in the first place from nothing, then verily no doubt he's able to bring them back. And, and, and this is well known, this is clear. Now, the Shaykh he says, Allah Ta'ala, he says, They put forward for us a parable and they forget their creation. 
He puts forward for us a parable, meaning this one who says how, yeah, we're going to come back after we were bones and dust and so on and so forth. He said they put forth us a parable, but they forgot their creation. Allah Ta'ala, continuing and mentioning what the, what, what, what this, uh, kafir says. Allah Ta'ala, he says, وَقَالَ مَنْ الْعِظَامَ وَهِيَ الرَّمِيمِ And they're saying, who will bring back the, uh, yani who will resurrect the bones after they have rotten and become dust? قُلْ Allah Ta'ala, he says, say to them, O Muhammad, يُحْيِيهَا الَّذِي أَنْشَأَهَا أَوَّلَ مَرَّةِ That they will be resurrected by the one who created them in the first affair, by the one who originated them in the first place. And Allah is all knowledgeable about every creation. Allah is all knowledgeable about every creation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us in the first place out of nothing. So therefore, with no doubt, resurrecting us and recreating us is that which is most easy for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as everything is easy for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And these ayat can be found in Surah Yasin in his verse uh, 78 and 79. But Qur'an... So you find the Quran is filled with refutations upon those who deny the resurrection. Also, I want you to think about this now. The Sheikh, he's, 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 he's questioning you. Which one is greater? Which one is greater? Which one is greater? The creation of the heavens and the earth or the creation of human beings? Reflect on that for a second. Think about that now. Which one is greater? The creation of the heavens and the earth or the creation of the human beings? But one ponders about the heavens and ponders over the intricacies and details and, and the magnitude of the creation of the heavens. Now, likewise, and one ponders upon the earth and the magnitude and the details and intricacies of yani, the creation of the earth, then one will realize that what? That, 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 that verily these things are more intricate uh, and more complicated and complex than a human being. Bila shak, bila raib. So the Shaykh is saying, and which one is better? Or which one is more difficult? The creation of the heavens and the earth or more intricate or greater? The creation of the heavens and the earth or the creation of human beings? The Shaykh says, La shak, anna khalqu samawati wal ard a'zamu min khalq al-insan. He says, no doubt, the creation of the heavens and the earth is greater than the creation of, of, of human beings. Naam. The, the creation of the heavens and the earth is greater than the creation of the human beings. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, لَخَلْقُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ أَكْبَرُ مِنْ خَلْقِ النَّاسِ It's in Surah Al-Ghafir. Naam Surah Al-Ghafir. In his verse number 57. Allah ta'ala, he says that, and, and, and verily, the creation of the heavens and the earth is bigger and is greater than the creation of human beings. It is bigger and greater than the creation of human beings. فَالَّذِي قَدَرَ عَلَى خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ قَادِرٌ عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَخْلُقَ الْإِنسَانَ مِنْ بَابِ الْأَوْلَىٰ He says, so the one who has the ability to create the heavens and the earth, then verily he is most capable over creating the human being and recreating or resurrecting the human being. Now, that verily the one who is capable of creating the heavens and the earth, then verily he is capable to create the human being and or recreate the human being. And this is important for us to know and to understand, Ya'ibad, and it shows you the inflated opinion 
that these kuffar have about the human beings. Because what makes the human being that great? What makes the human being that intricate, that complex, that when he has become dust and bones, he can't be put back together? And likewise, it shows you their bad opinion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because Allah ta'ala it is most easy for him to create the human beings like it is most easy for him to create that which is more intricate in a, in a, in a, in a superior creation uh, as far as physically wise as far as physically a superior creation physically and it's important that I'm stressing this point that the physically is a greater creation than what than the human beings now I'm, Allah Ta'ala, everything is easy for Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala, ala kulli shay'in qadir. Allah Ta'ala is most capable over all things. And then this brings us into the next point in which the Shaykh he wants to mention. However, by going into such, it will make the class longer than that which we had intended. And the best speech is that which is short and it points and it's shortened to the point. Don't be long winded because then people get bored. فنكتفي بهذا القدر وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين.